Hello and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Monday, December 18th, 2023, the 51st Monday of the year with only one more to go, that being Christmas Day, and the following Monday will be January the 1st, 2024. OMG, as they say. We knew, what, six, seven, eight months ago that 2023 was going to be quite a year, and what a busy, eventful weekend we have had as well. Hope you had a good one doing whatever it is you like to do, most importantly, a safe one. Today is International Migrants Day, created by the UN General Assembly back in 2000, as a day to recognize the contributions and achievements of migrants, people like my grandparents and millions of others, maybe your grandparents, who came here legally, followed the rules, worked hard, contributed to society, helped build the country, many of whom were too proud to take any handouts from the government. The day is also meant to promote the well-being and rights of migrants. And this is about people coming into our country who you know are going to be a disaster because they come from jails and prisons, they come from mental institutions and insane asylums. They always say, sir, please don't use the term insane asylum. You know what that is? Silence of the Lambs, right? That's Hannibal Lecter, the legendary Hannibal Lecter, and they're coming into our country now totally unchecked, unvetted. That is former President Trump at his Save America rally in New Hampshire on Saturday. More on that coming up in a moment, but the international community is on high alert today. After North Korea launched a long-range missile into the sea early this morning, a few hours after testing a short-range missile last night, all of this is coming after a U.S. nuclear submarine arrived in South Korea over the growing concerns of the North. President Biden, the first lady, had a little scare in Delaware last night. You're probably hearing about this today. A car crashed into one of the presidential motorcade vehicles. It was quickly surrounded by Secret Service agents who all had their guns out and everything. The driver got out, hands up in the air, turned out to be someone who just skidded into the parked vehicle in the rain. Over the weekend, the Israel-Hamas war, the um, hostages accidentally killed, funding for the border and Ukraine, the presidential campaign, and a sex tape from inside a congressional hearing room, all dominating the news cycle and the news shows over the weekend. I'm sure you heard that story by now, and Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland confirming that the staffer in question has been fired. More from Newsmax host Lydia Serrani on Sunday Agenda. Once hallowed halls of Congress now allegedly taking indecency to a whole new audacious level. The Daily Caller reporting that a Senate staffer has been posting explicit photos and videos of himself engaging in sex acts with his older bear partner, using Congress as the backdrop for his porn inspired photo videos and shoots. I mean, again, are you surprised? And of course, no shocker here that he's a Democrat. Wasn't it Joe Biden who said he was going to bring decency back to the White House? Hmm. Yet it was just this past summer when cocaine was found left in a locker near the West executive entrance of the White House, just steps away from the Situation Room and one floor below the Oval Office. Of course, the Secret Service wrapped up its investigation shortly thereafter, unable to find the culprit. Was it Hunter's? We don't know. 
That's Lydia Serrani. And speaking of The Daily Caller, if you listened back on Friday, and I know you did, Kay Smythe of The Daily Caller filled in for me. Thank you, Kay. And she was under the weather as well. I, I feel fine, but my voice is not quite up to par today for whatever reason. Just maybe all the hooting and hollering over the weekend. Did you see the Dolphins destroy the Jets? Speaking of hooting and hollering, let's go back to the Trump rally in New Hampshire on Saturday, which was carried live on Newsmax. Crooked Joe's failures, disasters, and heartless betrayals, you know that? While the stock market is making rich people richer, Biden's inflation catastrophe is demolishing your savings and ravaging your dreams. His sky-high energy prices, nobody's ever seen anything like it, are brutalizing your wallets. Our border has been erased. We have no border any longer. Drugs, criminals, gang members and terrorists are pouring into our country. They're running wild in our Democrat-run cities while Christians and conservatives are persecuted and thanks to crooked joe's breathtaking weakness he is bad worst president in history the world is going up in flames while you suffer the ravages of inflation and your buying power goes down to levels never seen before your buying power has never been seen anything like this before joe biden is a low iq individual he is truly the worst most incompetent and most corrupt president in the history of our country. But with your vote in this election together, we're going to save America and we're going to bring our country back from hell. It's in hell. It's in hell. Not one thing has gotten better under crooked Joe Biden, under the Trump administration, you were better off, oh, you were better off, your family was better off, your neighbors were better off, your communities were better off, and your country as a whole was better off. America was stronger, richer, safer, and more confident than ever when you had a certain gentleman behind the desk, that beautiful, resolute desk in the Oval Office. What was his name? His name was Trump, happened to be Trump. But it was all of you, actually. In a certain sense, you were all sitting behind that desk because that's what we're all doing together. We're in this together. We have a fight to save our country. We have a fight to save our country. Were you better off five years ago or are you better off today? No contest. There's no contest. Nobody would say, nobody would say today. What a difference a president can make. It really does make a difference, a big difference, bigger than even I thought. If you go back seven, eight years, I never thought it could make. It makes a tremendous difference. Since Joe Biden took over, we've had a three-year inflation rate of over 20 percent. Under my leadership, inflation was non-existent. We had gasoline at $1.87 a gallon. Trump, who is maintaining a lead over Biden in all recent polling, didn't pass up the opportunity to talk about the other Republican candidates in the race as well. You know, with Nikki, they talk about the surge. And with the sanctimonious, they talk about the bounce. They've been talking about it for the last six months. And the only one that had a surge and the only one that had a bounce is Trump. We had the big surge. And the I saw where they said... Last week, Nikki Haley is surging. 
And then I said, oh, that's not good news. That's not good. But, and she is compared to him, but not compared to us. So we're like at 70, she's at seven. And she went up to eight, and he went down to nine, and she could overtake him, but we'll be about anywhere from 50 to 60 to 70 points above. And they talk about the surge. You have to read the story to, to believe it. That's the fake news. There is no surge. No, no, there is no surge. It's fake news. Whoa. There's a lot of them back there. fake news back then. What are you doing? You don't have anything better to do on a Saturday afternoon? Look at all. But they're the sellouts that are lagging far behind us in the Republican primary at record levels. You know, the Des Moines Register came out in Iowa and they had a poll that had me up by the largest number in the history of the poll. Other than that, we're not doing so well. No, in Iowa, we're ahead by like 45 points. I don't mean we're at 45. I mean, we're ahead by 45. They got to they gotta start that surge fast. They got to start that bounce. They got to get that bounce going. So that was Donald Trump in New Hampshire on Saturday, live on Newsmax. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis campaigning in Iowa. And there is some news on DeSantis as well that I'll get to in a moment. But only a few hours after the rally in New Hampshire, Donald Trump showed up at Saturday night's UFC event in Las Vegas, where the crowd went wild. I posted that video on my X account at Radio underscore Marino. You can see the crowd reaction for yourself because you're going to hear a lot of varied reports about it today. Victoria Coates, the former Deputy National Security Advisor of the Trump administration, was on Sunday Agenda. New deal on border security is now likely not going to happen until early 2024. We're seeing single-day encounters of more than 10,000 illegals continue this week. Uh, Victoria, this is certainly horrible times for Border Patrol and law enforcement and for the nation at large. I mean, and the fact that Joe Biden and the Democrats don't seem to get that. And then meanwhile, Trump, he, he was talking about securing the border, and they, they're saying he's like Hitler and Mussolini. No, it's it's outrageous. And I think as you look at that, some of the recent polling that's coming in about the border issue, you're seeing it climb in terms of the priority for Americans, seven, 10 points uh, in recent weeks, because they're seeing how you're just chaotic and out of control the situation is. It's compounded by the situation in Israel. We know that there are, are terrorists, people who are on terrorist watch lists who are among the undetecteds who are coming across the southern border. So this is just a terrible, just a very strong concern for all Americans this Christmas season. And I think you do see some signs of the White House realizing this is political poison for them. Uh, but it, at this point, I, I don't know what they could do that would be acceptable to their, to their really radical base to get the problem under control. And let's pull up that poll again, that screen that we just showed there about Americans. So the source is blueprint right there. 44% uh, of Americans think that Donald Trump is closer when it comes to the personal views on the border and immigration and asylum and Joe Biden, 25%. 
Once again, that's Newsmax host Lydia Serrani on Sunday Agenda with Victoria Coates. Meanwhile, with DeSantis in Iowa, the top strategist for the Super PAC backing his presidential campaign resigned less than a month before the Iowa caucuses. Jeff Rowe is his name. He's the top advisor to the Never Back Down PAC, which has been the largest outside group supporting DeSantis. He announced his departure on X after the Washington Post published a story on Internal disputes between the Never Back Down people, the campaign, and other DeSantis allies over alleged mismanagement and conduct issues. So, more issues now for the Florida governor's campaign. And there are other Republican issues in Florida. You may have heard the Republican Party of Florida suspended Chairman Christian Ziegler and demanded his resignation during an emergency meeting that was held yesterday. This after Governor DeSantis and other top officials in Florida called for him to step down as police investigate a rape accusation against him. So Ziegler is accused of raping a woman that he and his wife, who is the Moms for Liberty co-founder Bridget Ziegler, had a prior consensual sexual relationship with. This all according to the police reports. Bridget Ziegler is also facing calls to give up her seat on both the Sarasota County School Board and the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board. Now you're thinking, why is that a big deal? That is the board that governs the property, Reedy Creek, around Disney World, that is at the center of the whole Disney-Ron DeSantis controversy. I mean, that's what started it all off. So there was a lot going on in Florida Republican politics, and obviously a lot of that swirling around Governor DeSantis, who, of course, is also a Republican presidential candidate. All right, I saw this over the weekend, and I had to include it in today's podcast. Carl Higby, host of Frontline on Newsmax, who has been absolutely killing it lately. I want to go back to his show on Friday and a segment that he did on Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein, who, let's just say, probably didn't kill himself. But as I have said before, he is the first person to ever go to jail for trafficking children, you know, minors, to apparently no one. Seriously, not one person who went to his island or partook in the trafficking of young girls has gone to jail. None. And it appears to be a very deliberate effort by a bunch of really powerful people to conceal who was on his plane, who was at his island, and even who was, his, who was friends with him. Now, Epstein's real coverage started in 2006 after an investigation by the FBI claimed that he sexually abused more than 40 girls between the ages of 13 and 17. But more recent court filing and news reports and investigations have unearthed serious allegations and information that has not yet been covered and even garnered attempts by mainstream media to suppress or discredit it. Epstein was extremely politically connected, folks, even though there's no clear path to how he garnered all of his wealth and power. He just like popped up one day and with a ton of money and influence. For whatever reason, there are actually some people in Washington who are crazy enough to block any transparency in this. I mean, the guy's dead. Now, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn, who is on the right side of things, proposed subpoenaing Epstein's, uh, Epstein's estate specifically for the flight logs to his plane, the Lolita Express. I've been demanding some answers on Jeffrey Epstein's crimes and trying to get these flight records. I've offered amendments to a subpoena, trying to get that, and kind of been stonewalled on it. I, I think people need to know who, were on, who was on those planes 
and how often they were on those planes. Yeah, unfortunately, her efforts, though, were crushed by Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, who, alongside other Senate Democrats, blocked the initiative. Epstein's private jet was known for allegedly carrying some of the most important people in the world. It was also the jet that most frequently flew down to his private island, which everybody knows about, often accompanied by young women at the hand of Jelaine Maxwell. Now, almost all of Epstein's guests were from highest ranks of society, celebrities, politicians, even members of the royal family. Which leads to the even greater question, what does Senator Dick Durbin have to hide? Sure, Republican lawmakers are asking the same question, but Senator Ted Cruz absolutely blew Durbin out of the water, claiming, quote, this is easy to resolve if there are politicians, Democrat or Republican or anybody else who is on that plane, who is going to that island, who was molesting and sexually assaulting children. We should know who they are. Yeah, he went on. The fact that the Democrats are apparently in full-on panic, I don't know if Dick Durbin knows somebody on that list, or I don't know if they're just afraid. I don't know what their fear is, but they're plainfully terrified of voting on it. And if I'm wrong, Dick Durbin can solve it very easily by bringing it up for a vote and issuing the subpoena. Now, as, as usual, Senator Ted Cruz is actually right on the mark here. Thanks to recent posts from the New, uh, Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, that list of Epstein associates is getting more and more attention, more and more exposure by the day. Most recently, presidential candidate Robert Kennedy, who admitted he was on the plane. He's out in the open about it. But Epstein's plane as two flights juxtaposed his admission stories and dates don't check out with the facts, thanks to the limited flight logs that were made available during Ghislaine's Maxwell's case versus the USA. This is exactly why the American public wants to know what went on. And this man is running for president of the United States, folks. It's not like he's polling at zero either. He's polling higher than half of the Republican people behind Donald Trump. I am certainly not speculating, but imagine if there was a deeper connection. Carl Higby hosts the Frontline, 5 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. So Kennedy said he, his wife, and his kids took um, Epstein's plane to Florida and admitted that his wife had some kind of a connection to Maxwell. But what if there is more, as Carl said? And what about Bill Clinton and Bill Gates and whomever else? Why are the Democrats working so hard to block the release of the flight logs? Definitely makes you wonder, but it's something that we've been wondering for a while now. On Wall Street, traders and investors are looking for the recent rally to keep going today after another positive week last week. Personal spending numbers will be due out later in the week. That's another economic indicator for the Federal Reserve. And if you're invested in Southwest Airlines, hold on to your seat. You remember around this time last year when Southwest left some 2 million passengers stranded due to what they called some operational issues, which led to thousands of flight cancellations in the middle of the holiday season. I'm sure you remember that. Well, the Department of Transportation announced a record $140 million fine against Southwest for violating consumer protection laws. The Department of Transportation also forcing Southwest Airlines to establish a compensation fund for future passengers that may be affected by delays and cancellations. And that would make you think that if they do that, eventually they have to do that for every airline. Every airline then would have to establish a compensation fund, I would think. Some of them probably already have that. 
All right, be sure to keep up with all the news on Newsmax. It is available on most major cable systems and on Newsmax Plus. Check out NewsmaxPlus.com. Get signed up for a free trial. Again, that's NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all your favorite shows. Rob Schmidt tonight, The Balance with Eric Bowling. Greta Van Susteren, uh, Greg Kelly reports, Frontline with Carl Higby, and others with great analysis from people like Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, Alan Dershowitz, and more. Thank you, as always, for starting off your week with the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.